0: And gang, gang, buzz, buzz, what's crackin' lackin', dawg? Now, I know what you guys are thinking right here, right now. It's right here, right now, that's the very exact moment why you're to this podcast. It's a little dark out to be doing this on a Monday afternoon, eh? Because I'm not doing this on a Monday afternoon, actually. Uh, I'm doing this Sunday night, 9.47, Sunday night. I haven't done a Sunday podcast yet. Um, it's a little uh, awkward feeling, right? Like, isn't this supposed to be like the day, like, isn't Sunday supposed to be like the day where you, like, don't do anything? And here I am doing a podcast. Um, because you know, as you know, if you listen to this podcast, you are see a fan of the UFC. Um, and you all know that I do an MMA show every Monday. Oh, jeez, yikes. Um, but I'm not gonna be in town, so I'm not gonna be able to do the underground the MMA show this week. So I'm just gonna do it 15 hours ahead of time, 9:47 p.m., 6:21, 2020. Happy. Or, but all well, the time you guys have seen this, it'll be Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. It's great to have you <laughs> uh, um uh, let me turn off the music real quick. Shout out to Volbeat. Love that song. Shout out to Volbeat. Um, as you guys know, um no, I'm not doing a podcast on Monday. So here we are, it's Sunday, as I said already. Um, and it, as you guys can tell, you know, I'm not very upbeat right now. Um, you know, I just worked a nice little, nice little 12 to 9. Uh, no, that's, a uh, that's some good, that's some good cash right there, man. Some good cash. I haven't gotten paid in, like, five weeks because I lose all my checks. But, you know, nobody needs to know that. Sorry, mom. You need to pay for college. I don't know how much to pay for college if I don't get paid at my, my uh, job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so if I don't have as much energy, I mean, I've got a water. I just down to lemonade. Well, hopefully that lemonade will kick me in. Hopefully, you know, I can get a little momentum swinging between, you know, me and the camera right here. You know, it's gonna be, it's a, it's always a good day when we're doing a podcast, especially the Underground the MMA show. I love the UFC, man. Love it, love it. Uh, I got my UFC shorts. I'm going up north. I'm going up north. Um, got my UFC shorts. Might bring the UFC hat. Got my Fight Island shirt. Whew, man, I'm going to be styling. I wish I would have bought the... The Fight Island, uh, bathing suit instead of like some garbage from Old Navy that was like ten bucks, dude. But the thing about it is like I don't know how to how well I fit in clothes like that, because the UFC ones, it was like it was weird size. And it was like inseam. Like what's an inseam, dude? Like if there's an inseam, what's the outseam? Like what? I don't know what that means. I don't. I've never I've never worked in like a retail like, clothes. I'm not very good with clothes. And, like, I mean, if you guys know me, you know that like, I'm pretty tall and uh, pretty uh, lanky. So uh, it's hard to find uh, shorts and pants that fit really well. So I don't really trust things like that. So, you know, I'd rather just go to Old Navy and get, like, a medium rather than, like, have to pick out an inseam. All right, if you listen to this, what's an inseam? Is that, like, the, like, length or is that the width, like, the waist? Is it, like, waist is the inseam or is that, like, length? You know, let me know because I don't know. <laughs> I can't wait till this airs tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be nice because I'm going to be in the car for, what, like three and a half hours? And, like, probably about 30 minutes of it. And probably, probably more like 45 minutes, I'm going to be waiting for this podcast to drop. And then once it drops, you get to promote it. So, I, like, it's really only like a two and a half hour, hour ride, really, if you think about it. Because i got something to look forward to for about an hour Can't wait to promote this. i got nothing better to do, so I'm just going to promote the living heck out of this episode. It'll be a good one, I hope. Um, How far are we in? Four minutes? Jeez, I am t- I'm so tired, dude. So tired. I had to, uh, I had to work at noon, which is it's weird for me. I don't usually work that early. I usually work that early, so I just set an alarm and everything. Ended up waking, or I'm one of those people who you have to set like 70 alarms. You know, you set one for every single minute just to wake up at like a normal time. But I'm also the same. I'm also the same person who hits snooze on until the very last one until my big alarm clock. Once the big alarm clock goes off over for me dude that thing is so loud dude so loud that thing wakes me up. i remember during exactly when i went to school imagine being in high school <laughs> losers graduated um my alarm clock used to wake my parents up they always get mad at me i'm like hey it doesn't even wake me up like i mean why are you guys complaining don't even wake me up it doesn't even wake me up dude man but it's weird because like i'm one of those people who like I was like sleep. I don't sleepwalk, but like I will walk to the clock and turn it off. But I won't remember thinking anything. I just like I'm in, I'm in like tunnel vision. Like I'm just here to the clock. I gotta turn it off, and I'm gotta go right back to bed. I also don't sleep very much. I've been having trouble sleeping too. It's been weird. I keep waking up in the middle of the night. It's getting really annoying. Actually, I woke up two nights ago. I was just drenched in sweat. You know that feeling when you're you're like drenched in sweat when you wake up. That's horrible, dude. I hate that feeling. And then you're like all itchy, and then like you just want to take a shower. <laughs> Got to like switch shirts. God, it's horrible, horrible. I've been waking up in the middle of the night past like three nights. I think I think I have my TV, I think my TV's too loud. I listen to some good podcasts, to fall asleep too lately, though. So I listened to. Uh, uh... I shouldn't say started, but I've listened to this past weekend with Theo Von a lot. Listen to episode was Bryce Mitchell. Shout out to Bryce, Thug Nasty. <laughs> Listen to his one. I already listened to a full thing with Dustin Poirier. I did listen to a full thing with uh, Sean O'Malley. Check that episode out. Sean O'Malley is such an interesting dude. If you're a fan of the UFC, you're a fan of laughing. Which, I mean, it's like my two favorite things laughing and UFC. So I got Theo Vaughn for that to talk to Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley's a character, dude. That dude, I don't think he'll ever be as good as Connor just because he's uh, at 135. And. I feel like 135 is I mean don't get me wrong 135 is probably my favorite division right now but it's just not a division that all the casual fans like to see. casual fans like to see you know light heavyweight heavyweight lightweight not 135ers I mean it's it's with all due respect man I love it I love that division but I'm also a hardcore so like I know what I'm looking for I know what I'm looking for and I know that well that this division's awesome because this guy's in it, and this guy's about to fight this guy. This guy's the champ, but this guy's coming up. He's going to be the champ. Sean O'Malley is one of the dudes. That dude's going to be a champ within two years. calling it. But, yeah, check that video. Check that podcast out. Theo Vaughn this past weekend with uh, Sean O'Malley. Promise you, you will not be disappointed. That dude's a character. It's with his uh, coach, Tim Welch, which is his best friend, too. And those, those dudes are clowns together, dude. Sean O'Malley's rainbow hair, so sick. So sick. So sick. So sick. <laughs> Shanta, oh, yeah. She talks about how he did that. Uh, You know, he just wants to do stuff to, to get his name out there. And one of the things he did, he's like, he told his girlfriend, he's like, hey, that my hair a rainbow. It took eight hours. Eight hours to make it look that good. And uh, she did a good job. It looks sweet. It looks sweet. Wish I could pull that off. Not really, but kind of. One thing about Sean D'Amelian is that I think I could pull off cornrows. My hair's not... Quite long. It's it's getting there. It's getting there. I haven't gotten a haircut since late February. It's getting there, man. Put some cornrows in, dude. I'm, I'll go scrap one thirty-five, dude. I'll beat Sean. I'm just kidding. We'd lose anything. Anyway, it's enough talking about. It's enough not trying to bring up MMA yet. To, I'm just gonna bring it up right now. UFC this past weekend. This past weekend we had fights again. UFC Vegas three. <sighs> um, I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you guys. I didn't watch most of it. I was busy working. But, you know, nonetheless, I, I know what happened. I'm going through it right now. Oh, dude, MMA Junkie just just folded on me. Hit the wrong button. MMA Junkie folded on me. Such a silly goose. I so just, oh, come on. Hate this computer, man. Hate it, hate it, hate it. Hate it, hate it. So yeah, so we had fights this weekend. Um, you know, it, it it was a it was a pretty good card on paper, and it, it, from what I watched, it delivered. From what I heard, that I didn't watch, it delivered. So let's just go through it. Um, there's a couple things I don't know. Austin, oh okay, this is what I want to talk about. Perfect, it's perfectly stopped. We're perfectly to talk about. Austin Hubbard defeated Max Rosekopf. Max Rosekopf, if you don't know, he's five and zero undefeated fighter. Uh, I forget who dropped out, but somebody dropped out and they needed a last minute replacement, so I just called them up. And they're like, "Hey, you want to fight? Sure." Obviously, all right. Here's the thing: you take a fight on five days, no- five days notice. You know, sure, you could be training full time, but even if you are training full time, the chances are that you're in a pri- in a prime condition to have a 15 minute fight is iffy. Cause like, sure, you're training full time, but you're not training full-time for one specific thing. You're just training. You know, if it gets hard, you kind of slow down. When you're training for a 15-minute fight, you know, when it gets hard, you, you pump harder. It gets hard when you're just training, just to train, waiting for a fight. You know, you're kind of just like, again, I guess if I miss it, it's no big deal, and if I don't go too hard, it's no big deal. No. When you're training for a fight, you got to go hard. Um, There's a lot of controversy surrounding this. Um, If you don't know, now you know. Max Rose five 5-0, undefeated, blah, blah, blah. Um, after the second round... He was down what 2017 in all three scorecards. He was obviously losing, and um, I'll see if I can pull find the video. I should be able to find. I should be able to find at least the audio. Um, but if you don't know, uh, Max Rosekop went back to his corner after round two. He's got a minute break, obviously, and he's talking to his cor- to- coach. He's like, "Call it, call it, no." And then the coach was like, "No, Max, you're a champ. You're a champ." Is that his name, Max? Yeah, I think so. I hope so. Or else I don't feel like an idiot. Um, He's like, no, you're a champ, you're a champ, come on. No, blah, 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 you're a champ, you're a champ. He's like, he. he I think I think Ariel Halwani Hel- tweeted something out. He said, call this fight nine times. And then, oh, Twitter's not loading. I know it's on here, I retweeted it. Come on. Gosh. Gosh, man. Bogus, absolutely bogus. Um. And then eventually, as the round was about to start, um, he said something to the Nevada State Athletic Commission dude. He's like, hey, yeah, I don't want to fight. And then he told his coach, he's like, hey, are you cool with him doing this? And then his coach's was like, yeah, I guess, you know, whatever. He's not fighting. Who cares? Um, and, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, his name is Max, thank God. Um, and there's a lot of controversy surrounding this um, because people are saying, you know, the fighter wasn't in it. So call the fight. He says he wants this fight called. He says he wants the fight called. So call the fight. The way that I look at it, now I I've never been a fighter for any reason. Um, I wrestled for three years. That's about the closest I've been to a fighter. I mean, I shouldn't say a fighter, but it's the closest I've been to combat in that in that uh sense. And a coach is there to push you past what you think you can be. Cause your body will always give up first. It's no question about it. Your body gives up first, and then it's your brain. Once your brain gives up and your heart gives out, that's when you're done. A coach or whoever, whoever it is, a brother, sister, wife, husband, whatever, is there to push you farther than you think you can go. But at the same time, if you're a, the person who's actually going in there and fighting, getting punched in the face, you know, and you say nine times, I don't want to fight, I am done with this fight, I want to live the fight another day, I mean, sure, you know, he's he's not, I mean, sure, he's getting dominated, but it's not like he's, it's not like he's getting absolutely destroyed. Does that make sense? He's not getting destroyed, like, he's not getting destroyed damage-wise, but he's losing the fight 100%. And I just don't know if it was the right call to call it. Here, I get the audio. You're gonna beat this guy, Max. We got this. Okay. You're gonna beat this guy. Listen, we got, No, listen. God, no, we got this, Max. Okay, stop God. it. Stop it. We got this. They breathe. Okay, catch her breath. No. We're gonna beat this guy. Call Keep it. It in her feet. You're gonna twitch. No, call it. Call it. Call it. Call it. Are You sure you're gonna lose, Max? Yeah. We got I this. I don't man. want to do this anymore. No, we got this, Max. No, I got. You're, a I don't you're a champion. I don't have it. You're a champion? Shop it. I don't have it. Stop no. it. No. 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 You're no. a no. F- f- champion. You're Champion. we're gonna call finish finish this round on top to of it on the precision, okay get on top of him Out wrestle him we got this you can't you want to fight or not? he wants to call it all right we got this champ go. so yeah so as you can tell you know max doesn't want to fight um it's a tough situation man it's really a tough situation to be in especially if you're a coach if you're a ref if you're a fighter because you know you're obviously you know you finally made it to the big time you know you made it to the UFC and you know in your UFC debut it's on five days notice against a dude who I mean I don't I don't know who Austin Hubbard is but I mean he's in the UFC he must be somewhat decent <laughs> Jeez, um and you know you go out there and you're just getting outclassed um Dana White said that he's fine with it. No, he's gonna give him another chance. Do I believe that? I guess we don't, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uncle Dana you gonna give my boy Max another chance. I would like to see him not fight again, build himself up, kinda you know. And and like Dana White said in the post fight press conference, you know, this making it to the UFC is a wake up call for these young guys who are like, okay, you know, I'm young, you know, I love this. I'm kinda good at it. I'm five and zero. Oh, I just gotta call up to the UFC. Oh my god, like am, is this my big break in life? And then Finally make it there, and you just see that there's people who are just eons and ages and legendary above you, and you just sit there and you wonder, like, dude, like I'm never gonna be able to beat these guys, you know? Are these no? I'm not gonna, I'm not ever gonna be able to beat these guys. So then you know you have to de- decide whether it is for you. or It's not, you know, maybe this is something that you just enjoy, you know, you know it's fun to you, you like it, but you know it's just not your thing to actually do. You, know, you can still watch the fights. You can still have fun at the fights. You can still go to the fights. You can still train. Maybe you're just not a fighter. You're just a, you just No, know, you just like to do it. You no, know, maybe working a 9 to 5 is for you. You know, it just it depends on your, how you look at it. I, I hope that he gets another chance. I, I just hope that he gets you know, a little bit more time to grow. And I hope that Dana White doesn't cut him after this cuz that would be a really really bad look for for if you're a young fighter who gets finally gets the call up, and then they're like, "Yeah, no, no, I don't want to fight because if no, it's on five days' notice, and if I lose, I'm cut. I'm never getting back. You know how hard it is to get back after you've already got cut. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it play, plays out. I did see it in Nevada State Athletic Commission was uh, thinking about doing something to their coach. I don't see why they do that. It doesn't make sense to me. But yeah, as I was saying to me. You know, I agree with the coaches kind of. You no, know, the coaches are telling him, hey, you're a champion. This is what we got to do. This is what we got to do. And like he said, you no, know, he was going to try and clinch and win the, and end the round on top. Even if he does win, he only still loses the fight 29-27. <laughs> Doesn't even matter at that point. It'll be interesting to see, you know, what happens with him. What else happened on this card. This card. Oh, yeah. Shout out to my boy, Justin James, dude. For those of you who don't know. My sophomore year, um, my best friend Vaughn is a wrestler. He's all state beast, one of the best probably best wrestler I've ever seen. Um, and sophomore year, his club team it's called Roughnecks, are based out of Detroit. Um, his coach said, "Hey, I've got a, a you no, know, there's this guy. He's a fighter. His name's Justin James. Uh, and he used to you know will be on Roughnecks, just like you guys." And he's a fighter, and he's fighting up in uh, where was it? It was uh, it was uh, downriver somewhere in Michigan, and so we we went over there. And just as main events about to roll around, my, my buddy's wrestling coach comes out to us. He's like, "Hey, Vaughn, you know, no, you know, I need somebody to help warm him up wrestling wise. Do you want to come back?" Now Vaughn's like, "Do I want to warm up a professional fighter for his a championship fight?" Yeah, I do. Vaughn goes back there, warms him up. First round submission, Vaughn gets to hold the belt, gets to take a picture in the octagon. I was like, dude, that's awesome. I've been following Justin James' career since then because I'm, you know, kind of got a personal, you know, there's a personal memory there. So when I heard that he got the call up, I was super excited for him. Frank Camacho saw that too. He's fighting like, ugh, I don't know about this one, dude. That's not an easy first fight in the UFC. So I'm like, all right, you know. He's probably going to lose, but at least he has to call but whatever. I'm watching it at work. As soon as it's, like, I'm like, all right, 6 o'clock. Can I change the channel? And they're like, yeah, who cares? Because we, were, we weren't even watching anything. Change the channel. I see him. They look identical. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Justin James is in blue. I see the blue mark in my alright He is in blue. <laughs> Jeez. And then it, I'm like, I was talking to my one buddy. He's like, yeah, yeah. I told him the story. I just told y'all, all y'all. And he's like, yeah, is he going to win? I was like, probably not. But, hey, you know, at least he made it. Fight starts. I'm watching it. He clips him. I'm like, oh, my God, what? And he gets back up. I'm like, all right, whatever. Clips him again. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. He just keeps hammering. He hit him with the exact same punch twice in a row, knocked him down, and then finished him. Shout out to Justin Janes, dude. Watch out. Watch out 155. Dude, you got a new contender coming. Cool thing is, is that dude lives in Vegas. I know he does change on Extreme Couture. Lives in Vegas, which is right by the apex. 155 is a huge division. James is a beast. Hopefully he gets back in there soon. Give him somebody better, man. Give him somebody better. He he's gonna keep making his way up. He's been calling a shot for the UFC for a while. He used to fight in Bellator. Now he's in the UFC, man. He's right. He wrestled at Olivet, which is where I'm going to play baseball at. So that's awesome. That's another, you know, that's another feeling for me, dude. It's awesome, awesome, dude. Shot to Olivet wrestling. You guys got some beasts. Him, who else? Darren Krishank. I think that's it, but you know, you get the point, it's beast. <laughs> Let's watch this. Let's listen to it at least. Frank Camacho is out on his feet. He was still up, but he was out on his feet, dude. There is no way he's coming back from that. Great savage by her. Doesn't change you, is legit. Watch out for the guitar hero, Justin James. Let's hear it for him, baby. That's what happens when you. That's what happens when you do awesome stuff, dude. You do awesome stuff, hometown awesome things. You get a shout out on the Underground MMA show. What else do you need? Go through some more of the results. Excited for Fight Island, by the way. That poster's sick, and UFC 4 trailer. July 11th, Hoo-hoo-hoo. I'm so excited. UFC 3 was terrible. They marketed that so good, like, it's gonna be the best game. And career mode's so sick. Career mode's awesome. Career mode's this, that. Sucked. It's ter- terrible. The thing about UFC video games is there's only one way you can go. Like, it's just like you win two fights in the World Fighting Alliance or whatever that stupid thing is called, and then, you know, and then Dana White and Matt Serra go. And then if you win, you're in. It's stupid. It's not even fun to do anymore because you know what's going to happen. You know what you have to do to win. It's dumb. Lauren Murphy beat Roxanne. I didn't expect that. Jillian Robertson defeat Courtney Casey. Jillian Robertson's good. I remember her on uh, Ultimate Fighter. Mark andre Beriel, is that how you say him? I watched that knockout. Dude's beast. Keisha Torres ended that four-fight Skidivers and beat Brianna Van Buren. Awesome to see that. She's so good, dude. But you know, that, that division's stacked. There's nothing she can do about it. Uh Bobby Green versus Clint, dude. <laughs> that fight, dude, it's literally just like a gas tank, dude. Like, both those dudes have gas tanks to go for hours and hours on end. The pace in that fight is ridiculous. It doesn't even make any sense. How do they do that? I have no idea. You know, I'll hit five or three five minute rounds in the bag because I get bored, and by the end, I'm like, dead, dude. These dudes are getting punched, they're wrestling, they're getting off, they're doing all this stuff, and they've got the gas team to go for an hour at least. It's unreal what these two put on. Those dudes are awesome. Jim Miller defeat Roosevelt Roberts. I think he's like second in the UFC all-time wins list. Jim Miller's insane, dude. It dude's... He's a legend. Will he be UFC? Off the only thing about him is he's not. He's just like kind. Of, he's always there, like he's always a fighter who who you can market to be on a card. But you know he's not like a champ or anything. He'll never be a champ. It sucks for him, but you know he's a legend. UFC Hall of Famer. Guess I'll we'll to see. Blah Muhammad defeated Lehman Good. That was a good fight. I, I like Blah Muhammad. Dude, hilarious on Twitter. Raquel Pennington defeated Renault. Dude, Marion Renault, just know she's a school teacher, dude? Imagine having a 42-year-old teacher who could absolutely destroy you. Even if you're a high school kid. Even if she's a a senior teacher. If she teaches senior... I don't know what grade she teaches. Even if she's a teacher for seniors in high school, she could destroy every single one in the class. Instead of... Instead of, like... What what class do you take senior? Instead of personal finance, she's going to teach you personal respect. She's going to... She destroy anybody in that class, but Raquel Pennington's a beast. Fight of the night. We had Josh Emmett Shane Burgos. I did not watch this entire fight. I'll be honest, I didn't watch the entire fight. I'm gonna watch it tonight after this. I heard it was one of the fight of the year, and if not for Zhang Zhang Weili and Joanna, it would be a fight of the year. Um, I, I watched some of it, and it did look like an awesome card, or an awesome not awesome card, awesome fight. Shane Burgos's chin granite. Josh Emmett has. Hands of stone, dude. That dude's a beast. I hope that his knee. I hope that it's his knee, right? Yeah. I, ho- I hope his knee's okay. I want to see Josh Emmett get somebody good next. He was what eight? That's at forty five. Yeah, he was at eight. He just be ten. I mean, I say he moves up. He's gonna. I mean, Frankie Edgar's at seven. Frankie Edgar's at one thirty five now. He's automatically seven. No, I say he jumps Qatar. He's at he's at six now. I say give him, dude. I mean, I guess the only fight you could give him next to, if he's healthy, would be Korean zombies. everybody else is matched up, matched up. Or Brian Ortega. I wouldn't mind seeing that because Holloway's fighting Volkanovski in a couple weeks. Zabit's fighting Yair. And then, oof, Calvin is fighting Dan Ige, which I don't understand, but whatever. What do I know? Brian or- I, I want to see Brian Ortega versus Korean Zombie, though, really bad. I want to see that fight so bad. Gotta put Josh Emmett in a weird stance. Didn't he already fight Jeremy Stevens? I feel like he did. I feel like I remember watching that fight. Hang on. He's 35. Jeez, dude looks good for 35. I, I love Josh Emmett's sleeve, dude. Sleeve is so sick. Green sleeves, green tattoos, so sick. Can't wait to get a tattoo. Yeah, he did fight Jamie Stevens. He got knocked out. So, uh, I don't know if I want to see that fight again. And plus, Jamie Stevens on, like, what, five-fight skid. I don't want to see him lose again because that that would just pain me. (laughs) That would just be painful to watch. I love... (sighs) Oh, sorry. I love Jamie Stevens. Dude's a beast. Uh, Shane Burgos, dude. The dude's stock doesn't drop. If he, like, he was at 10... Maybe he'll go down to 11, but he'll get somebody right back up there, dude. Give him Jamie. Give Shane Burgos' Jamie Stevens, dude. Run that. Why isn't that being talked about? Run that, dude. Jamie Stevens hits like a truck. Shane Burgos' chin is granite. Let's see who can get knocked out first. Do it. Run it, UFC. Do something. Run it. Run it. Run it. Run it. Then the main event. My boy, Curtis Blades, I met that guy. Super nice guy. Uh, I'm 6'3", he, and every single fighter I met when I went to 247, uh, he was the only person who was taller than me. He's at, he weighed in at, what, 261? I am at 155, and he had, like, that much on me. I was really mad. I was like, dude, I'm almost taller than every single one of these people. Me, Curtis Blades, I'm like, oh, come on, man. That hurt. That pained me. I just want to be taller than everybody. That's what I do. <laughs> um, no, I, I... I I feel so bad for Curtis Blades. The fact that he even had to take this fight was strange. This fight never made sense to me, if we're being honest. That fight didn't make sense. I don't really understand why they did it, but they did it. Because Curtis Blades just beat number seven. He's not going to move in the rankings. Steve Stipe's fighting D.C. Francis is not fighting Curtis Blades for the third time. He's knocked him out Twice. Twice. So Curtis Blades is at a standstill right now. So is Francis Ngannou, though, because Francis isn't going to fight anybody else because there's no point. He's on, what, a four-fight win streak? Every single fight he won in, like, a minute? Like, does it make any sense for her to fight anybody? No. Or not her. Sorry, I was looking at the Cynthia Covey. Does it make sense for him to fight anybody? No. Francis Ngannou needs to wait for the winner A DC and Sipe. The only thing about DC and Sipe is I think that, I, th- I think, I shouldn't say I think because I don't know anything. But my gut tells me after this fight, they both retire. And then I say run Curtis Blades, Franz Nganu for the belt because that's the only other option. But then it's just going to be an easy walk in the park for Francis. But Curtis Blades is a beast. Curtis Blades, if he can take Nganu down, he'll win the fight. If he can ragdoll him, he'll win the fight. I just don't know if, if Francis Nganu will let that happen. He tried to rag down in the last fight, and where was that, Beijing? Knocked him out in, what, 30 seconds. Franz unreal, unreal what that dude can do to you. It's disgusting, even, what that dude can do to you. that shouldn't even be allowed in life. (laughs) That dude's unreal. But yeah, Francis, uh, I saw a tweet. It said, there's two tiers, or there's three tiers of heavyweight fighters. Tier one, Steve Amiotis, Jaina Cormier, Franz Tier two, Curtis Blades. Tier three, everybody else. After that, after Curtis Blades, there's nobody else. Nobody else. Who's four? Who's four? Derek Lewis. I love Derek Lewis. Did he beat earlier the TV? I don't know. Did he? Did he? That's that's. Oh jeez. But Derek Lewis. Who's he fighting? oh okay, he's fighting Alexia Linick. That's a weird fight, dude. That is gonna be. I am intrigued by that, to say the least. None, none say less, dude. That's going to be an interesting one. You want to know why it's going to be an inter- interesting one? <clears throat> because Derek Lewis doesn't like to wrestle. Derek Lewis is going to stand there and punch you. Lexi olynyk got a good chin, though. He's going to take you down. He's going to put you in that one weird choke he always does. The bow constrictor, or not, his nickname. Some weird choke he always does. I, I'm interested. That's going to be a good fight. I know that they tried doing that. This, that was supposed to be the main event this week, but Lexi Olynyk wanted more time. I respect that. But yeah, there's a, dude, heavyweight, it's so backed up. You still got to wait till what, August 15th, just to see Stipe, DC? And then my gut tells me they both retire after this fight. I don't see DC fighting again for sure. He's for sure done. But I think that Stipe, you know, after he wins his fight, or if he wins his fight, if, if Stipe wins, he will retire. Mark my words. He will retire as the greatest heavyweight of all time. He will, 100%. He lost to D.C., and then you know what? He said, comeback season beats him twice. I don't think Daniel Cormier is good. I hope he beats Daniel Cormier. I'm so tired of seeing Daniel Cormier's face up here. I'm so tired of Daniel Cormier and Stipe holding up the division. It's not Stipe's fault, I know. He wants to get a good kid. No, if you're fighting Daniel Cormier, I'd want a full camp too. doesn't mean you're any less of a man. It means, hey, you know, I'm fighting, you know, if it's not me, the greatest heavyweight of all time, so I want to have a good game plan. I don't want to go in there, you know, and be like, "All right, yeah, I did. it was, all, it was all right." Training camp. No, if I'm fighting one of the greatest of all time, I want to have a great training camp, a full training camp, not just one where it's like, "All right, yeah, it was all right. I guess we'll see what we can do with it." But that's just me, man. That's just me. Volkov, I don't know what he does next. Where was he seven? Lost. shame or no, he's fighting. Wall Harris, maybe? Rosenstrike? Or no? Rosenstrike's fighting JDS. I like that fight. I like that fight a lot. Do maybe do Volkov over him? Or did they fight already? They might have fought already. If they did, I'm gonna feel like kind of an idiot. Oh, no, they haven't fought. Yeah, let's do that. Why not? Do Overeem Volkov. Main event, why not? Why not? Run it, UFC. Run it, run it, run it, run it. Uh, What do we got coming up, man? What do we got coming up? What do we got coming up for the UFC? I know it. There's a sick, 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 sick card this week. I don't even know who's on the other rest of the card, but I know that this is going to be one of the greatest main events of all time. Oh yeah, Mickey Gall, Mike Perry. Jeez, that's a good fight, dude. Mike Perry is the so good at trash talking. Mickey Gall is so good at just being like, yeah, whatever. Dustin Poirier, Dan Hooker, dude. Oh my god, dude, that is a sick fight. Shout out the UFC for it. It makes sense in the rankings. It makes sense everywhere. I do think Dustin Poirier is ages ahead of Dan Hooker, though. Dan Hooker's like Dan Hooker's a great fighter Don't get me wrong But like There's a difference between Alright here Here's where I look at it If you look at High school wrestling If you look at the number well, What is it Six kid in the state Versus the number one kid in the state Number one kid in the state Absolutely destroys The number six kid in the state That's Poirier He's not number one But he's two or three Dan Hooker's like Eight No I think that Dustin Poirier Absolutely Destroys Hooker here um, I, I shouldn't say destroys, but I do think that Dustin Poirier does have. You no, know, I think that Dustin Poirier's game plan is just gonna be a lot better than for a lot better than Dan Hooker's like gonna have the ability to counter with. I think that Dan Hooker's too too new to the high competition, and Dustin Poirier has been there with the best. He's fought Connor, Khabib, uh, who else? Um, Connor, Khabib, Max Holloway. Um, Justin Gaethje. Does he fought Tony Ferguson? No. But yeah, no, he's fought the greatest 155ers. He beat Justin Gaethje. Justin Gaethje is about to be the champion. He beat the champ. Oh yeah, Andy beat Eddie Alvarez. Dude, this dude's a beast. Dan Hooker ba- barely beat Paul... with no disrespect to Paul Felder. But Paul Felder would... Is, you no know, levels and levels and levels below Dan, Dustin Poirier. Dan Hooker's gonna destroy... Dan Hooker... Lost. I I don't know what i was saying. Dan Hooker lost to Paul Felder. I don't care what any people say. He lost that fight. 100%. I wish Paul Felder won that fight because I kind of miss him (laughs) being active in fights. He he is a sick commentator, commentator though. Paul Felder on the mic, dude. That's gold, dude. Paul Felder. I don't like Dominic Cruz's voice, though. Joe Rogan, Paul Felder don't like Michael Bisping's voice. I don't like Daniel Cormier. John Anik. Whew. Paul Felder. John Anik. Joe Rogan. Whew. That's a good commentator. That's some good, good commentation right there. That's even what it would be called. Rest of the cards, all right? Mickey Gall versus Mike Perry. That's going to be a sick fight. No, Mike Mike Perry's so weird, dude. Like, I never know what to expect with the guy. Is he going to go out there and, you know, because, dude, Mike Perry beat Paul Felder. I think that they get thrown in the bus a lot. Mike Perry, the dude who, you know, is just rock'em, sock'em robots, beat Paul Felder. It still doesn't make sense to me today. It makes no sense. No sense. No sense. But then the UFC fed him to the wolves with Jeff Neal, I felt so bad. Dude got absolutely destroyed. Marie Screen's is on the card. It's good to hear. Oh, Jin Vellante's on this card? I think that's the Long Island dude, right? I hope so. I eh, guess we'll find out. Yeah, <sighs> I'm so tired. Can we to go to bed? Go to bed and then wake up and go up north with the boys. Go north with the boys. It's gonna be a great time, dude. Can we to play cornhole for like all day, dude? Cornhole's my favorite game, dude. That game, is, dude. If you watch competitive cornhole on ESPN, that stuff is interesting, dude. How these people hit the like it is consistently hole after hole. After hole. Like dude, these, these these dudes are insane. Insane how they can hit the hole every single time. Like the only thing about cornhole is I can't imagine like going out in my backyard and taking the time to practice throwing cornhole bags into the cornhole boards. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's just strange. that my neighbors are going to look at me in the in my backyard and be like, "Dude, why is that guy out here 23 hours a day playing cornhole?" and be like, "Yeah, training for the ACL, I think it was called American Cornhole Olympics or whatever garbage it's called, American Cornhole League, whatever. I don't know, I don't care." That stuff's whack. Stuff's whack. But, you know, if you're good at something, you're good at something, and especially with what's going on right now. Cornhole's like everybody's new favorite sport. It's insane. It's kind of sad, but it's insane. You should be watching UFC. That's all we got for today. Um, want to thank everybody for listening to this. Uh, for the who loves MMA as much as I do. Great card this week. Uh, great card last week. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped, man. Dana White sent ca- press conference. August is absolutely stacked. Does he lie a lot? I mean, I'm not gonna diss the boss, but guess we'll have to see. I believe in Steep ADC. Woo! Fight Island's coming up soon. Get your merch. Get ready to me a sick card. All, all the cards are sick, actually. But I'm pumped. It's awesome. UFC is booming right now. Uh, that's all we got for today. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys next week on the Underground Knee.